Good morning and happy new year for myself and everyone here at Stonecom Studios. We are blessed that you're with us this morning, and we're starting off the new year with a bang. My guest today is City of Livingston Mayor Curtis Hayes. Good morning, Mayor. Good morning, Ben. I continue to visit with the city and county officials. That has been what I've wanted to do since we started this back in June, and, and the reason is, if you're listening for the first time, our goal is informing the public of everything that is going on in the region. The best way for us to do that is to have those public officials that are working every day in their communities. A great example of that is Curtis Hayes, who's the city of Mayor, a city of Livingston mayor. And I, and through this process, uh, I've, I've roughly done 30 episodes, and I'm excited to learn more today from a per- public servant that is no stranger to city government. And we're going to talk about your tenure and how long you've been there. But thank you for being here. Um, you, I, you and I have known each other for a while. First question I have is I actually don't know the answer. I know you've been a mayor of, oh, for Livingston for a while, but how long have you been mayor of Livingston? Well, first let me say Happy New Year's to you, and thank, thank you, you for uh, asking me to come down. Absolutely. And I feel honored to do that. So uh, to answer your question, I've been uh, the mayor of Livingston going on 14 years. 14 years. So I, I started county government 14 and a half years ago, so we basically come in at the same time. Yeah. And I think the first time we met, and the first, the, the really the way I got to know you is through a good friend I know of yours and mine, Kenneth Copeland. He was over in county mayor uh, for a couple of terms. I think I, he had asked me to come up to a chamber meeting. You had just gotten in. He introduced me to the to everybody there, and you and I talked briefly about my uncle. You knew him through some capacities. Of course, he helped over in the county a lot, but Kenneth kind of made that introduction, and I'm glad he did. Um, and then, obviously, we've seen each other at other community meetings. I've been to the chamber meetings a couple of times through, uh, of course, now county executive Ben Danner. Uh, and I've always, of course, I grew up in Baxter, and everybody that listens knows that. I've been in Upper Cumberland 36 or 39 years that I existed, and Overton County has always been a good place for me to visit. Part of that is my grandmother's from up there uh, in uh, Alpine, and uh, she was a feral. And so we have family there. Livingston's wonderful, but one thing I noticed, it's grown. Yeah. And not only has it grown with just people, but the infrastructure, uh, it, it's an amazing city to visit. It's a quiet community, good people there. I, I do not like the sports teams there because they're a rival <laughs> of Upperman, but they're very successful, and if they wasn't successful, I'd probably like them. Um, but I've always thought the city of Livingston was ran very well, and that's part of you and your team and part of the city council, and I don't know a whole lot about the city council, and uh, one thing I, we, we do want to know, how many members are on the city council? Yeah, we have six board of aldermen. And you serve on the council yes, because I'm, you're mayor, and right. you're basically chair of the council, correct? That's that's right. But when we're going to talk about how your structure came in later, because you're yeah. technically a full time mayor, that's correct, and that's unique for this area. And we'll talk more about that because I'm sure. not sure how many cities have a full time mayor. But have you always been in Livingston and Overton County? Yeah, I was born and raised in uh, Livingston, and uh, uh, of course went to school, local schools there, and uh, raised by single mother. And uh, I've got a brother and a sister, and uh, we all was raised there in Hogai. And, and the the chant, uh, it's very famous, uh, and I don't even want to repeat it, because every time they're saying it, it means we're getting beat. But you're actually, are you still the voice of the Wildcats in the football field? I am not. After uh, about 11 years, I gave it up. But uh, yeah, I started that as, as a part-time. Coach Bruce Lamb and I mm-hmm. laugh about that all the time, and uh, he uh, needed a substitute uh, to come in, yeah. and about 10, 11 years later, I was still the substitute, but I was a full-time substitute, right. so 
at the end of the season, my son, both sons had, uh, my second son was about to graduate. First son had already graduated, and, and I had told him at the beginning of the year, Win, lose, or draw, I'm gone. Right. So right. your substitute voice of the Wildcats is going to be over <laughs> at your last game. So. How was and I I, I got to ask you. There's things that pop up in my head during sure. this. And how was it announcing and watching your children play football? How was that for you emotionally? And uh, I know it's probably tough because I won't tell you. I'm going to brag on you. Um, and and other than my brother who who does the announcing for the Upperman, he's he does a great job. But you're you're one of my you were one of my favorites. Um, because you're energetic and passionate, but how was that? Well, it was tough. Uh, there was times that I thought it was the best seat in the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, obviously, you're watching every play. Sure. Um, and I'm a former coach, too, so right. I coached a little youth football program up in Livingston, Overton County, mm-hmm. for about 18 years. Mm-hmm. So uh, sometimes you, you catch yourself breaking down the play uh, and not really enjoying the game. So. Right. Broad, uh, broadcasting or um, uh, being the uh, public announcer uh, allows you to watch the play and then talk about the play a little bit. I mean, but it, it's work. I mean, you know, uh, we've always said we have a working press box. Right. So, uh, you know, I usually have uh, some volunteer spotters. First thing, all of it's volunteer. Sure, Let me be absolutely. Real clear on absolutely. that. Absolutely. But uh, uh, so I have some guys come up spot me on. Uh, usually on the defensive side, I, I I take the offense. Who gets to football? Uh, how far it goes? Yardage? Blah blah blah. Um, and they give me the tackle and the name. So it's a, it's it's work. Uh, but it was always a pleasure to see my kids on the field. Sure. Obviously, you want them to to do better. Both of them. Uh, uh, my son at one time held the uh, all time rushing record at Livingston Academy Creed and just did a. Fantastic job! It was just awesome to see him. Uh, he was tough to play, Man. and uh, had a lot of good memories. And I mean, um, you know, but I, I wasn't that guy anyway that just sit in the stands and just quietly watched the game anyway. Most of the time, I was hanging on the fence with the guys and just watching. But I, it was a great experience. I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade it for the world. Sure. I, I don't really want to do it again. But, right. uh, but uh, uh, you know, I think it's just a good opportunity to be part of the community and give a little bit back to the community and if people enjoyed me speaking and great and uh then i've made somebody's day for the day so that's, that's yeah right. I, I never like to hear you say touchdown livingston but i <laughs> but you did it real well I, and i of course i've known coach bruce lamb uh and his staff done a great job there yeah, and i've sure known bruce uh, since i was 16 and he's gonna kill me for telling this story <laughs> i worked at the highway department uh, during the summers, and, and Red Lamb, his his daddy, his father hired me for part time. And and Bruce, when he wasn't teaching, he would come in and work. And everybody gave Bruce a hard time because he was the boss's son. But Bruce worked. Now he 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 worked. I watched him. Um, my I first, I don't believe that he did. I, I'll brag <laughs> on him. He did. My first week there uh, was uh, they Red has sent, but we called him Boo because that's what Red called him. Uh, sent Boo and I out to Pippin Road to work with uh, uh, Sluggo driving a boom tractor. We were going to flag, and so my first week I'm flagging. It's kind of dangerous because I'm a new, newbie, but you know they want to start me up. On the way back, we had an old LTD car. I mean, it's 70, 72, 73 LTD car. I'm not sure why the county had that in 1996, but it was that old. That was our flagging car. We would put flags in the windows while we were driving so people knew we were going to be slow. Well, I put the. They told me to put the flag in, in the window in the back, and it was a wooden flag, and it had an orange flag coming down. And I rode the window up way too too tight, 
while we're driving back the window shattered scared wow. boo myself and sluggo to death boo about wreck thought we got <laughs> shot we got out and he said what happened i said the window broke i guess i rolled it up too tight i didn't know i'm sorry well, instead of him going back and telling on me, you know, and I could have been fired that day, maybe not. I don't know. It was an honest mistake. He had he had just said his daddy asked what happened. He said, "Well, we just had a rock hit the window and it shattered." He took care of me, you sure, know, and I, sure. I'll never forget that. Uh, Bruce, if you're listening, I appreciate you and always. We've got a great family, but he's a good guy. He's done real well in Livingston. We'll, we'll rotate back to your family um and, and you said you have brother and sister yeah of course i don't know your brother well but i know he coaches he's a big part of the community yeah. um with with the youth as well i have friends that have kids on his teams and they're always bragging on his travel teams and football teams um but you grew up there you're proud to be from livingston absolutely don't want to be anywhere else nowhere else and so you became mayor 14 years ago mm-hmm. what was that decision like what, what made you decide to run for city mayor so being a part of Livingston, I, you know, and, I, and I've been asked this question several times, and I, it, it took me a while to really sit down and, and think about that question. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, growing up in, in uh, Livingston and going to L.A. and I attended, uh, went to Rome State Community College, and, you know, nowhere there in your curriculum does it say, okay, uh, it, you need to be mayor, right. uh, or we want you to think about running for mayor. No, that doesn't happen, right. or it didn't happen for me. Right. So as I look back, as I as I was growing up, Ben, uh, I noticed uh, now that uh, I worked during my high school days. Had a couple of jobs during the summer. Worked for the city of Livingston in the summer. I mowed the grass and uh, at city hall, and I uh, took care of some of the ball fields and. Uh, mowed the uh, police departments and just sure. you know just general uh, lawn care uh, work and but also when I went back to school I worked for a company called Telescripts it's now Comcast okay well they had a video production uh, crew so uh, I ran a camera I was a camera operator and uh, now I can tell you that evidently it, it inspired me and stayed with me we filmed every county commission meeting. We filmed every city council meeting. Right. Uh, we filmed uh, every school board meeting. Sure. And I did that for about five years. So uh, you got you got familiar with local government, city, county, and school board through working that's through right. telescripts, that's right. filming meetings. That's right. Well, and I want to we're, we're going to go into a break, and I want to get right back into that because I know your passion, I guess, started there, or, or your education sure. started there. But I want to talk about your passion to serve for the city, other than being there. Uh, when we come back, you're listening to News Talk ninety four point one. FM. This is Ben Rogers. My guest today is a city of Livingston mayor, Curtis Hayes. Delighted to have him here. We'll discuss more about his decision to run for mayor 14 years ago, and we'll talk about what's going on in Livingston and the budget and everything else coming up when we come back. Welcome back to News Talk 94.1 FM and 1600 AM at Stonecom Studios. This is Ben Rogers in episode of Trending. My guest today is City of Livingston Mayor Curtis Hayes. When we left to go and break, Mayor, we were talking about your 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 decision to run, and, and you gave us a uh, kind of what inspired you, your first thoughts about you were able to video for work uh, during the summers, the commission meetings, school board meetings, and the council meetings. Yeah, that's that's really good start because a lot of people at that age don't have a clue about those meetings, and it's not that kids don't care, teenagers don't care; they just don't have the access, or they don't make a point to go find out. You're right there in the middle of it. Obviously, you're seeing things that's intriguing you. Some people think government's boring. I know you and I think the opposite. It's my passion. It's something I love. It's the same for you, or you wouldn't be there 14 years. 
when you from that point on when you saw that did it stay with you uh seeing those meetings and did, did you get more intrigued and want to know more well i, I think so um <clears throat> you know uh, I was only out of it uh, for just a little bit. You know, I, as I was going to college, I was a policeman at the city of Livingston. So, you know, I got to see how government worked, especially sure. for the city firsthand. Right. Uh, so, <clears throat> you know, uh, that. so I was encouraged uh, when, once I took a job. I left there and uh, went to Tennessee Tech uh, where I was in uh, – I uh, was a painter there. Uh, and uh, – <clears throat> but I took – I ran for city council. Okay. In two thousand. Okay. So, uh, I was successful there. All right. And uh, you know, I guess deep down inside, I always thought, you know, I, I'm going to take a run at uh, the mayor's position. Of course, you know, in different places, as depends on how your charter is. It it it, it is different. But in Livingston, you run uh, for mayor on a separate. You're on the same ballot as the city councilman, but you're you're running for that spot. Sure, uh, it's not necessarily the top vote getter as it is in other places. Right. But, uh, so I ran uh, in 2002, a little, little quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, ran uh, and I got I was defeated. Got beat by a hundred votes. Okay. So um, in '04. Uh, it was a decision time. At that time, the mayor's term was only a two-year term. I was about to ask. So this is a two-year yeah, cycle. Okay. That's right. So <clears throat> I made a decision to. Uh, run for re-election on my city council, and I, I got that. Okay. And, and uh, so I'm, I'm I'm a person that just don't like a whole lot of regrets. So, right. You know, so as the next two years rolled around, you know, I had some time to think about it, and I thought if I don't do this uh, one more time, one day if I live to be an old man, I'll say, Curse, you should have did that. You should have tried, tried it, tried it one more time. time. So uh, in 06, I tried it, and uh, – Good folks of Livingston overwhelmingly came in and supported me and uh, kind of rolled up her sleeves and went to work. I always like to ask because family is so important to me. When you decided to run for council, maybe we should ask when you decided to actually run for mayor, what was your family's reaction? Well, my wife didn't like it at all. That's what I she hear a lot. <laughs> Absolutely didn't like it. Uh, wanted to you know, have kids, raise a family, live a, a nice, quiet life. Right. And just, I've done just the opposite, but uh, she's been a real supporter. Sure. And, uh, you know, um, you know, I, the job's never done. No. Nope. So, you know, you have to uh, kind of guard your time at times. And uh, if not, I mean, you, you, I could work 12, 14-hour days sure. at a blink of an eye. I mean, right. that's just the way it is. So, and as, as you get in there a little bit, longer and you'll start to see how you can divide some things up and and make it uh, more family time and you know 14 years ago I, i've got uh, i've got a kid that's son that's 24 and i got a, a one that is 20 so they was young right. when i first got in there so right. now ben i'm proud to tell you i have a granddaughter now congratulations you know, five weeks old oh wow Marie. brand so, new well you're done yeah. you're spoiled <laughs> you you're not gonna be worth anything for the rest yeah. of your life <laughs> yeah she's a joy she got here uh right before thanksgiving so it's been a good thanksgiving good a, uh, good christmas good good uh, um, so looking forward to going into the New Year's. I'm proud for you. Um, my parents are great grandparents. Of course, my wife and I don't have children. My brother's got a, a son. My nephew, he's wonderful. My parents just, you know, everything they did when I was a kid and raised me, uh, you know, with discipline and I can't do this has gone out the door with a right. grandson. The grandson gets 
does what he wants and and of course i understand that and they're great grandparents and but i congratulations to you yeah thank you i think i've said this before and i, I like to reiterate sometimes public service is hard yeah and um stuff a servant leader is different to me than just a, a public servant but a servant leader is somebody that's leading and somebody that's listening and 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 uh, trying to do what's right and and to me it starts with your head and your heart that's my opinion mm-hmm. uh, and that's not the opinion of this station it's my opinion public servant and servant leader is you got to have a good heart and you got to use your head it does help sometimes with with people that run for office if they have some kind of experience you ran for council so you had experience you watched the meetings when you were a teenager you worked for the city of livingston police department so you had experience going in i mention that because you wasn't brand new to it you wasn't just somebody that walked in off the street and, and like i said a good head and a great heart will get you and be successful but it's also important to have that because the 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 learning curve is not as long and big so you had that experience you got in 2006 is it still a two-year cycle now? No, no. By referendum, they changed that uh, my first term. Okay. So it's a four-year term. So you've been reelected in 10, uh, 14, and 18. Yeah, so, so got reelected in 2008. Oh, eight. Okay. That started there. So 12, 12 16. Yeah. And so next year's? That's right. Well, I did not know. Next year's yeah. election year. That's right. Um, when will that vote be? June. June. June of 2020. And so, now, is that because of the city decided to have that election then? Yeah, that's okay. that's the way it's always been um, in the charter. I hate using those words, but the charter has uh, has dictated sure. when our elections are. So, and and 2020, and, and you know, been on the city council and and Fem and those did give me great uh, uh, from uh, made it very familiar for me. Uh, to see how city government functions. But make no mistake, uh, there's a difference in being on the team and being the quarterback. Sure. And uh, I was certainly on the team. I was on the team six years. Right. But, uh, you know, what's unique about Livingston is not only am I the mayor of Livingston, I'm also the city manager. Okay. And also, by by charter, I'm the city recorder. That was my next question. Yeah. So I've got a couple of hats that I wear. Sure. But I've got an A1 staff in Livingston. I have... I'm fortunate to have veteran employees that is seasoned that uh, uh, we we can do about whatever we need to do and get the job right. done. So I'm 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 fortunate to have employees that has been there uh, 40 plus years, 35 plus years, um, and uh, you know th- this is a group that built a 2.1 million dollar park uh, in Livingston by in kind labor. We got several grants. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But, right. But that's how that's how strong our my staff is, and so. You know, it, it's kind of my job sometimes just to keep it in the middle of the road, sure. uh, which is not as easy to do some days, yep. you know, uh, but uh, uh, that's what I try to do and, and try to be a listening ear, not only for employees, but just be um, uh, be a listening ear to the general public and be accessible. I don't, uh, to come see me, you don't have to have any appointments. You can walk in and uh, uh, if I'm there and I'm not in meetings, certainly uh, you can uh you can talk to me if you want to make an appointment. That's even better. Sure, sure. Uh, no appointment needed. Right. And uh, so, and I, I think that's has uh, kind of been a um, it's been a winning formula for me mm-hmm. is just to be open to the public and and to assist them as needed and have an open government. And, and when you when you have an open door policy. Uh, sometimes it's difficult to get any work done at City Hall, <laughs> right? Uh, because you're greeting and you're taking care of issues and right. and. You know the the things about uh, you know being a, a a part-time mayor or ceremonial mayor or whatever it is. Right. But, uh, you know it's great to get your picture took and sure. things of that nature. And I 
Uh, I know several mayors that are very involved in their city government and, right. and do a fine job doing that. Um, uh, but for me, of course, it's a balancing act. Right. Uh, it's a balancing act over the manager uh, being the being the manager and you know being the manager of anything. Uh, sometimes you got to make some tough calls. Absolutely. Um, I'm fortunate to have uh, some good support on on the city council. Got some good city councilmen, and uh, you know it. Uh, it appears so far that we're all looking forward and uh, we're just trying to make Livingston an even better place than what it is. So how many total employees work for the city of Livingston? We have 80 full-time. 80 full-time. And then how many are your office? Because uh, you're doing so much. How many are your office at uh, City Hall? Uh, we have five. Five? Yeah, five and six, I guess, counting the uh, building inspectors. So, um, you know, we have utilities. You know, mm-hmm. we have about 5,000 water customers. Uh, we have about 2,000 uh, natural gas customers and so obviously you pay your water bill and gas right. bill city hall we collect city taxes and uh you know we're busy um also uh, uh before the state took it all over we we did all the business tax uh there and you, you get your business license sure of course, obviously we have a abc board that controls uh what i think a lot of folks call it a beer board right we have a planning commission and um airport committees you know committees 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 yeah yeah. and we'll talk a little bit more about the committees and boards later because as mayor as city manager as city recorder you're going to be involved in those boards and at those meetings uh and and i want to get into some of that you're listening to news talk 94.1 fm at 1600 a.m uh, again, this has been Rogers, your host, and my guest today is Curtis Hayes, the city of Livingston mayor. Uh, and we're learning a l- more about him, and we're going to learn more about Livingston. They, as you mentioned, the park uh, a little bit ago. We're going to talk about that process because it's a, an amazing park. It's a great location. I've been there. Uh, every time I'm there, especially when it's warm, people are there. So we won't get into that too, Mary, and we'll come back and talk about some of the accomplishments and, and, and that structure of Livingston's government because there's some – I want to compare that to other cities around the upcoming. Uh, News Talk 94.1 FM. We'll be back in just a moment. Welcome back to Trending on News Talk 94.1 FM. This has been Rogers. My guest today is Curtis Hayes. He is the mayor of the city of Livingston and been mayor for 14 years there, uh, doing a great job, and we've been talking about the structure. And, and you mentioned, Mayor, <clears throat> you serve three roles. You serve as mayor, which is also the basically the chair of the county. Council. So in that capacity as mayor on the council, you're setting agendas, putting agendas together. You're running the meeting. Uh, you're, you're, you and your office are drafting resolutions and ordinances. I know I think y'all call them ordinances more than sure. what we call them resolutions, county government ordinances. Um, so that's part of your job. <clears throat> you are full-time, but you also serve as city manager, which is basically the, the boss over the departments of the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you serve as city recorder, which to me is like the finance person. Uh, and I just know you probably got people in your your office to help you financially. You, it's hard for one person to do all that and maintain the daily accounting and reconciling all the time. So you got people to help you. But those are three important roles that, let's face it, most counties or most cities in the Upper Cumberland in these counties do not have to do all that. And I don't know how many other counties in Upper Cumberland work that way. Do you? Know? I, I'm not certain who has a full time mayor in the Upper Cumberland. Um, uh, you know, I think uh, obviously there's some more out there across the state of Tennessee, but I don't think it happens in the Upper Cumberland. So, <clears throat> just by the way of charter, mm-hmm. uh, um, since the beginning of the city of Livingston, there's always been a full time mayor. So it's been there and, since the start of the yeah, city, which was absolutely. when? What year is that? So I think we're going on. Uh, I put you on the spot. I'm sorry. Yeah, we're over 100 years old. Yeah, I mean, over 100 years old. So that's not something that just happened. It's not something that happened when you came in. 
for yeah. for since that the city of Livingston has been in existence, they've had a full time mayor. Yeah. So she, back then they were thinking that this this job takes a, a full time position. Yeah. Uh, which is perfectly okay. Certainly. I'm I'm surprised uh, a little bit that there's not more cities um, in the upcoming or in the state that have full time positions. But it is a little bit shocking to me that you guys serve three roles, and I guess that's part of your full-time role. I mean, like I said, I'm more familiar with county government, and I've worked with Only get paid for one now, remember. <laughs> yeah, you get paid for one. <laughs> but I can't imagine having to do three roles. But uh, obviously it's working. It's worked for over 100 years. Um, so that starting charter, uh, every election you mentioned, and I just want to make sure I understand, on the ballot there's a, a, a slot or a position for city mayor itself. Yeah. And then there's a slot for council members. That's right. So you decide through the election office and petition that you're going to turn in your papers to run for mayor. That's right. And then the others, anybody else, they can run or they right. decide to run for council. Right. City of Coolville was actually, and you probably are aware, in that discussion as well, um, is they're, and they've not made any action. They're just discussing it. They're getting input from the public in the city about what they prefer. Uh, I've, I've had people ask me, and I look, I'm not the expert city government. Uh, I can tell you what I know. Um, but they, you know, they're looking at right now. Uh, the, the city of Cool Mayor is appointed by the city of Cool Council, and historically, it's been the person that got the most votes in the council election. Mm -hmm. And then the second most uh, votes goes to the vice mayor, and that's who they so historically, like I said, appoint. Now they can appoint anybody. Right. There's five members there. They can appoint who they want, but historically they have appointed the person with the most votes. They're discussing on actually doing exactly what y'all are doing, making that mayor position a separate a separate position to be voted on and then having those uh, members for the council to be voted on. Don't know what's going to happen there. Uh, I'm sure they're still discussing, but I wanted to understand how Livingston structure is, and you've done a good job explaining that. Yeah, Ben, and, and I just want to – another thing I just want to make sure that I'm really, really clear – uh, I have got a great team, uh -huh. and I have got seasoned veteran employees, and I have got uh, truly my title as a city recorder, but I, I am fortunate to have uh, a lady in my office that has been there uh, several, several years. Sure. Um, and uh, she is just does an excellent job, and I, I couldn't do it without her, and uh, that has certainly helped. Again, and when you have supervisors across the board that probably averages 25 years of experience, uh, I mean, that just makes your job so much easier, you know. And, right. You know, I don't, I don't want to go back to the cliche, but the cliche says you're only as good as your surroundings. Sure. Make no mistake. That is the truth. Now, right. It, and if I had rookies in every position yeah. – you know, I don't have any hair now, but I certainly would. <laughs> I wouldn't have any uh, because that there there's some growing pains that come with that. But you know, I'm, I'm fortunate at our wastewater plant for someone that's got over 35 years of water treatment plant over 35 years, and uh, you know, the chief of police has got over 20 25 years of ex, uh, experience. Fire chiefs got 30 years in. I mean, you know, it just goes on and on. And so we, I'm just fortunate. Uh, to have this caliber of employees to help me uh, be a – and I, I'm just honored to be a part of that team. Sure. And, and let me ask you, since we're talking about the structure and the team, because like you said, you got a great team. Yeah. You know, you, you do have wastewater and sewer, and you've got utilities, and you've got public safety with fire and police. Right. Mm -hmm. You've got public works. I mean, That's you've right. got roads you take care right. of. As mayor and, and recorder and manager, you get phone calls or you get emails or you get texts. What's the most common – 
question, I don't want to say complaints, but what's the most common question your citizens will give you and say, hey, Mayor, this is uh, this is a concern, or hey, we need this? What's What do you get most of the time? Well, lately, uh, given the fact it's the holiday season, everybody wants to know when their trash is going to be picked up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm That's sure. very important. <laughs> I'm sure. So, uh, you know, we're, we're still one of the probably the few cities across the state, I'm not did a survey, that still does curbside uh, garbage collection. Okay. Uh, we still have. We have uh, three trucks. Uh, one usually is on one running, uh, Melissa. Uh, the holidays fall in like we was off three days: Christmas, Christmas Eve, Christmas, and the day after. Uh, we have two, but we still have the guys on the back of the truck do a great job. Sure. Um, and uh, uh, so you know, during the holidays, there's there's more garbage out. So that's kind of been the hot question uh, as of lately. Right. But that's a very very important uh, deal. Sure. So, um, you know, it, it varies. You yeah. know, uh, again, I'm knee deep in utilities. So, mm-hmm. uh, if somebody's out of water uh, in our water utility district, that's uh, you know that's very important to them right. right then. And so, we have a crew. You know, and, and just uh, have to re- remind uh, my employees from time to time that you know we we just never close. Right. The city never closes. Right. So, um, and as employees come in, I had to tell them that. You know, yes, you go home at four o'clock, but you're subject to be on call. Um, and uh, you know, we have an on call system. Sure. And uh, if if it's your weekend to be on call and you don't get a call, then hey, great, great you're weekend. Lucky. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Most of the time, that don't happen. Uh, you know, we uh, <clears throat> water, gas, sewer. Um, you know, during storms, we have a street department that comes out to uh, take care of the trees and things of that nature. It's it's. Uh, um, it is really a, a blessing, um, and for someone that has never seen how city government works, you know, and and most government employees or uh, companies, uh, you know, it's always somewhat been a, a quiet running joke. I don't even know how quiet it is that there's there's one man working and three standing with their hands in the pocket. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that sometimes, unfortunately, maybe that's true, but there's a reason that right. it has happened. Uh, but what they don't see is the uh, 2 o'clock in the mornings when we're out spreading salt on the streets. Or, sure. Uh, there's been five trees go over a, a street, and they're out working while we're sleeping. Or, right. Uh, the, the public safety, you know, they're out there protecting us while we're home in bed and sleep. You know, you, you don't, uh, you know, nobody really thinks about public safety until you need them. Right. Until your house is on fire. That's or right. your car is on fire mm-hmm. or your home's been broken into or any things like that. So, you know, that is why cities are formed is to provide services that uh, the general public just normally don't do. Sure. And, and so, you know, we have to uh, um, uh, we have to remind ourselves that uh, we are public servants and we do work for the city. And right. it's a city that never closes and uh, when when it's all over for me it'll still be running uh, <laughs> yeah i'm not uh i'm not one of these that believes that the day curtis hayes is not mayor the city's just gonna shut down exactly that ain't gonna happen exactly it will go on without a blink well and, and, and you're right uh one of the things y'all had and and i didn't prep you for this but i thought about it. y'all had some flooding issues uh was that last year beginning of this year? i guess yeah, beginning february this, february and um well, that's last year now, but yeah. uh, it don't seem like it. But has that been resolved? I know that TDOT was very involved with that. Yeah. So, we, well, <laughs> yes and no, Ben. Okay. Uh, we have um, identified the problem. Mm-hmm. 
uh, our engineer group, the barge design group uh, out of Nashville, yeah. has identified the problem. They have advised the city council and myself uh, what we need to do to fix it. I think the uh, council uh, decided to go back to a natural drain uh, and just let Mother Nature take its course. Sure. Uh, given and and if that happens, then the reservoir that is now uh, that is called Dock Hills Pond, right. Williams Pond, right. however you want to say it. Could possibly drain down a little bit now. Uh, of course, you know now when you start talking about draining ponds, you know then TDEC wants to get involved. Sure, and, absolutely. You know Tennessee Wildlife Resource mm-hmm. wants to get involved, and because the last thing we want kill to, the fish. That's exactly right. right. So, right. so it's a process. Uh, you know, government as as my as the great late uh, Bill uh, Bill Winningham would say was a vice mayor for forty years. Mm-hmm. Livingston, unfortunately, we lost him last year, but. Uh, uh, government moves slow sometimes. It does, and it it. Uh, but you know, I, for me, uh, I can tell you, and I'm I'm certain other leaders that the folks in your community has done their homework. Sure. Uh, before they put something out to the general public, right? Um, and and most of the time it's been battle tested. Right. I mean, before I take something to the city council, I've reached out to my. MTAS, which municipal sure. technical advisory service. my sister agency yep. yeah yep. yeah so uh now what is it we say that uh ctas starts the fires and mtas puts <laughs> I it out i think i said that to you <laughs> two years ago and you've stolen it from me uh when we get back i want to talk a little bit more about kind of what's going on in the city and, and the and the good things that have happened since you've been there and we'll talk about that part because it's an amazing part uh we'll return shortly here on news talk 94.1 fm Welcome back to Trending. In our last segment here on News Talk 94.1 FM and 1600 AM, this has been Rogers, your host. And I, my guest today is Curtis Hayes. He is the mayor of the city of Livingston, and he's been doing that for 14 years. And not only is the mayor, he's a city manager and the city recorder, and we've learned that today and what entails in that. Let's talk about some of the really good things that's happened, not only since you've been mayor, but the one thing you mentioned on, on earlier was the uh, the park slash, I guess, splash pad. It's a splash pad, right? When I First time I saw it, I went to eat up there back in the summer, and I looked over and I saw this amazing park, and I looked. Now, I made sure I was still in the right place. Nothing against Livingston, but that's sure. just a, a great thing that's there now. And, of course, I text the county executive, Ben Danner, and said, hey, what's going on? He said, yeah, CD did that, done a great job. How did that come about? Did you all have grant funding for that? Yeah, we did. Uh, you know, Ben, this is one of these deals where the stars just lined up. Sure. Uh, uh, the Downtown Revitalization Committee uh, for the city of Livingston, mm-hmm. which was at the time, and we lost him this past year too, Mr. Bud Bishop. Uh, uh, was a chairman that has had a great vision for us, and I'm proud to be a part of that team as well. Sure. It's now chaired by uh, Mr. Ray Evans, uh, that uh, uh, was a former CEO of, of Barge Wagner Sumner and Cannon. Okay, he's came back home to live in Livingston, and so he's chairing the committee now. But uh, you know, we just uh, had a we. It, it started. Uh, when we uh, had a Livingston Vision Plan, which was a comprehensive study done by the University of Tennessee Municipal Technical sure. Advisory Service. So they came to Livingston and kind of confirmed some things that we already knew. Uh, they wanted a park. They wanted an amu- amusement park, uh, walking trails, uh, and somewhere where we could go hang out and, you know, have a big time. And, and uh, so uh, we did our – uh, what we called Livingston Vision 2035 um, uh, strategic planning, and uh, a park came up in the top five. So it kind of confirmed what the DRC already knew. Right. 
And uh, so we just started putting together funding, and and with the great help of our committee uh, and some city councilmen that uh, helped us draw it up, um, ended up being a $2.1 million part. Now, I want to talk about that for just a minute. Sure. So when I said the stars lined up, yes, it was paid for by grant money. It was built by city employees. So we we was fortunate enough to get a grant, uh, uh, local parks, recreation, TDEC grant. We was... uh, Local, uh, we was able to uh, connect with Tennessee Department of Health Diabetes Grant, which was a four hundred fifty thousand dollar grant. Uh, the T dot um, the T dot grant was two fifty uh, two hundred fifty thousand dollars. We um, partnered with Tennessee Department of Ag. Uh, now I can't remember all these numbers. There's some times that it has went by now, but Tennessee Department of Ag, Tennessee Department of Tourism. Uh, the Livingston Rotary Club uh, chipped in, built the uh, amphitheater, which is state-of-the-art amphitheater. Yes. Um, and, in fact, you see their name on it. It's called Rotary Main mm-hmm. Stage is mm-hmm. what we call it. And um, I- I'm sure I've left someone out. Right. I always do when you start name-calling. But uh, we just partnered with about probably four or five state agencies and they just got on board, you know, that we had a great plan. Our barge was our uh, engineers and architects on this deal. And so we let the plan out, and all these grants just started lining up, and we just started applying. And we always mention, like, if we got the Tennessee Department of Tourism grant, um, then uh, we would mention that in the grant to get the local park and recreation sure, grant. Sure. And to get the ag grant, we'd mention the sure. Tennessee Department of Tourism and, and uh, Tennessee Department of Health. Right. And everybody just kind of piggybacked. And and the stars just truly lined up for us. And I don't know if we can ever hit a home run like that again. But at the end of the day, we have a $2.1 million park. It, it can hold about 2,000 folks, and that's folks in a, in a lawn chair. Uh, or sitting on a quilt, uh, we can. Uh, we've had several uh, great concerts there, and uh, there's been some small weddings there. Sure, there's been church there, right. and so um, you know it's just been a win-win. Uh, but the, the the thing that continues to get um, gets more attention is our little splash pad. Yeah, and it's certainly not a water park, but people want to say we have a water right. park. Right, we have a water feature mm-hmm. uh, that kids love, mm-hmm. um, and we have a nice playground. And uh, we convinced Tennessee Department of Health uh, that this would be good. And uh, <laughs> since then, I think uh, the stance at the Department of Health that's took, they're not building any more splash pads. <laughs> they're not building any more, maybe a playground, but no more splash, no more splash pads. pads. I, I think they uh, we broke the mold. <laughs> yeah. Cause, uh, and we've had several, you know, and there for a long time, and maybe even still, we've been a leader in parks. Sure. Um, and, uh you know, I know other communities have great parks, and they're just as proud as theirs as we are ours. And we continue to get visitors. And um, you know, local schools, our local schools, used to travel out of the county uh, to go park and have a big fun day and right. picnic. And then we now we can keep them right right there right. at home, and we can accommodate them. And it's just uh, you know, and 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 you know, we got a, a restaurant that uh, some owners come out of Florida, sure, teamed up with some local uh, folks. Mm-hmm. And got a restaurant called the Steel Coop. Mm-hmm. I love it. And, Very good, by and, the way. And one, thank you. And one of the reasons there is because of 
of, of Central Park. And, you know, as the old saying is, if you build it, they'll come. Well, sure. we build it and they'll come. And we've just invested so much in our downtown. I, I want to back up just a minute. Just sure. More important, you know, the parks are the flashy things mm-hmm. that cities can show. I mean, right. They're flashy and everybody really likes that. But the infrastructure is one of the things that we have uh, we have just invested a large amount of money in. You know, you ask, uh, what what's some of the things that you're very proud of? Make no mistake, I'm, I'm very proud of that part. Mm-hmm. But I'm also proud that during my city council days and the very end of that and into my mayorship days, we was able to secure a water line coming out of Butler's Landing in, in Clay County. Right. And we ran one. It was about uh, uh, 19 miles, 20-inch uh, ductile iron line from the Cumberland River uh, to Hill Hamden, gravity flow down to the Livingston Water Treatment Plant. Sure. And what that does is it is a forever water supply for the city of Livingston and the people that live in our waterline district. So the city will never, ever have to worry about water again. That's huge. And, and folks, some folks, you know, again, that's not sexy, Ben. Right. Uh, but, but for the folks that you, you can't see $19 million in the ground. Yeah. But, boy, it sure is nice when you go to that spigot. And you turn on that water or you, uh, you, whatever you use water for, that cup of coffee in the morning, right. and that hot shower that we enjoy taking and washing our clothes. But it, it is just, um, uh, you know, I, I continue to read across the state of Tennessee and other, other parts of the world, too, not just Tennessee, where people are struggling to find uh, water, to find, find that water source. So, you know, uh, uh I was part to be a temp. I was proud to be a part of a great engineering team, J.R. Walford and Company. Uh, Mr. Walford again lost him this year too, so it's been a uh, it's been a, been a tough year for me losing a lot of dear friends. But uh, we was able to uh, connect with Corps of Engineer, uh, Tri County Electric down down at uh, Butler's Landing, and and uh, uh, was able to put all that together. What a project! About eighteen million dollar project. Some of that was grant money. Some of it just completely just came off the hip sure. uh, from that and um, it's just it has just been a major success for Livingston so you know those are the things that the infrastructure that was built you know now that we um, we have a 5,000 foot runway at the Livingston airport so we can land some small jets up there and, and of course all kind of planes King Airs and things of that nature we have got new hangars uh, uh, that has been built, and I say new, time flies, but probably two or three years old now. Right. Uh, you know, those things is is what makes you uh, a progressive city. Sure. So, and, and, and people in small towns don't understand sometimes uh, that uh, air, airports are important. Right. Uh, it's important to food lines. It's important to the manufacturers mm-hmm. that uh, has a uh, home office in Detroit, Michigan, or Cleveland, Ohio, that they can fly in and or they can fly in parts. And I, I probably didn't realize it either until we was looking for a fixed-based operator. So uh, I was the fixed-based operator <laughs> for about a month before we got somebody. And then my phone started ringing at 1, 2, and 3 o'clock in the morning, come right. in and open this gate so we can get some parts out to a manufacturing company right. coming out of Detroit, Michigan, right. and things of that nature. So, you know, uh, those things are like, again, you know, I, I don't know how the general public sometimes weighs that. Um, most of the folks in Overton County, including myself, don't have an airplane. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, but commercializing uh, the city of Livingston, we have. Uh, uh, if you look at at the big accounts, 
uh, the airport is greatly used. Sure. Uh, so, you know, high-pressure natural gas water line all over the city, high-pressure uh, natural gas line uh, to every manufacturer in the city, you know, you've, keeping those prices low. And you've got – you've accomplished – you and your team have accomplished a lot in 14 years as mayor. It started with you on the council, and as you said, the park is uh, is something that's sexy, as you say. Yeah. The water lines are necessary. That's yeah, necessary sure. for your citizens. Yeah. So you're, you and your team, City of Livingston is doing a great job. Mayor, thank you for being here. Uh, wonderful to have you. I, I enjoy visiting with you. We make fun of Ben Danner more than anything when we're <laughs> together, but it's fun for us. It, 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 we get to laugh. He's a great person, too. He's been on before, and I don't want to have you back yeah, uh, in a few sure, months, especially sure. around election time. Yeah, uh, sure. Everybody listens. I want to thank you for taking time to listen. Uh, thank t- thank you to my producers, Billy Mack, Marshall Lee. Uh, just been a blessing for me to have this show and have people like on like Mary Curtis on and learn about Livingston and everything and uh, Mary you got yeah I, I just want to uh, thank you first of all sure. for having me down here sure. but I, I just want to invite everybody to Livingston Tennessee give us a chance we have an award winning downtown we have invested a lot of money downtown we have got great merchants merchants we got great restaurants in Livingston give us a shot and uh, I think you'll like us. I, I, I love coming up there, and I'll be back to eat, and we'll go eat lunch. Uh, hope everyone has a happy new year, and I hope your 2019 was uh, wonderful, and I pray that many blessings on you in 2020. Uh, join us next week. We'll have a different guest, and uh, we'll continue to reach out to the cities and counties in Upper Cumberland, and we'll visit with some state officials as well. This has been Trending on News Talk 94.1 FM. Hope you have a great day.